going. Four two three, get fame. That's four two three, get fame. I would tell you to leave a message, but the truth is, I don't really care. I've had this hotline open for months, and not one of you jokers have what it takes to be famous like me. So leave a message if you want, but don't expect a call back. I've got way more important things to do than to waste my time on losers like Mascarita Sagrada and you all. Thank you, and have a nice day. Hey there, folks, and welcome back to the Grave Consequences podcast. We thank you for listening. Of course, my name is Caleb Baldwin, and you can follow me on Twitter at I am Caleb B. That's I am Caleb, and then another B there at the end. Follow my friend, co-host, and producer who does most of the work here, my good friend Greg, last name redacted. You can follow him on Twitter at xmaserati. Follow, pardon me, subscribe to the Social Suplex Podcast Network wherever you download your podcasts. And check out everything there on that feed. It's an aggregate. It's got like eight or nine different shows on there. And all of them, just great. Just amazing. Of course, the recording date is Monday, January 10, 2022. We are here back to back. This is the second part of the double header. And this is season three, episode two. The working title is The Amulet. Greg, do you have anything for us on the alternate title scene? No, nothing okay. that stuck out during. I mean, we might, it'll probably get named after something during the Marty and the Killshot match, but nothing yeah. off the top of my head. Well, fair enough, fair enough. So that being said, the first thing we see here is a Joey and Cortez segment. They're in there with the uh, commissioner. And the, the one thing I noticed, and I don't know how it took me this long to figure it out, but these segments in particular are being filmed like in a storage unit. You were breaking up a little bit like, there. Check out those walls, dude. I was breaking up. Yeah, yeah. Am I still? No, you're good now. Okay. Well, the one thing I noticed, though, about this segment is that this was clearly filmed in a storage unit. Yeah, it it's very closety. <laughs> yeah, for, for sure. But, you know, we're, we're being told how, like, you know, we're going back to the temple and, you know, the, the chief is like, you know, we need to blow this case wide open. And, and Cortez, like, you know, we got him on Cisco. We can we why are we not? What's going on? And yeah, this segment was stupid. It's very rough because I don't know if she's a bad actress or if she was told to yeah. act it like in a B movie. I'm assuming I'm actually assuming she is good. And they told her to film like a corny, you know, 80s B movie. Yeah. Because that's how her delivery is. And it doesn't like if you think about it, I said it on the previous show, if you think about this at all, you it'll fall apart. It'll it'll just crumble up and blow away in the wind. Like you can't you can't critically think about this. Yeah. At all, because it doesn't make sense. Like what she doesn't tell him what he he's supposed to be doing. Like he's doing what a cop would do. He's like, we just got a guy for murder. That's not a like you know what I mean. You'd be like, "What do you mean? That's not enough. What do you what do you what do you yeah. want?" And she goes on about like, "Well, don't you know there's things there that don't make sense that you can't explain?" It's like she wants to be Ghostbusters, but he's a cop, yeah. so it's it's very. Yeah. They they could have even had her be like a special paranormal unit, but yeah. 
I don't know. I, I just, for me, this, it's more, it's almost as, it's hard, man, because I think they wanted to have a B-movie feel for a lot of it, and a lot of people like that, but sometimes it's a little too stupid for me. Yeah. No, you're not wrong. You're not wrong, man. After that, oh, by the way, the champs play us in again, of course. After that, we have our first match of the evening. It is Dr. Wagner Jr. versus Masquerita Sagrada, the former client of Famous B versus the current client. And Famous B heals it up, takes the mic away from Melissa, introduces us to, to Dr. Wagner Jr. This match is short and sweet. A Dr. Driver gets the win for Dr. Wagner Jr. This was a kind of a throwaway match. I didn't really... Yeah. I, I feel like it's more to further the story between Masquerita and Famous B. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't have a problem with it. I just didn't even remember it until you brought it up. I, but yeah. as soon as you brought it up, I was like, oh yeah, it did happen. Yeah. What's well, a typical Masquerita match? He's working from underneath. Might get a Might get a shot in here or there, but the match is going to be short and... Uh, He's most likely going to lose. Yeah, I just would have thought he might have, uh, they might have saved it. Yeah. Uh, it's very much a AEW dark type of match. Yeah, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. So after that, we go back 1,000 years ago and we see an Aztec warrior passing on as he gives an amulet to his daughter. Perhaps Katrina? Should I spoil it? Well, here's the thing. We we cut to the police chief and she's holding like well, it looks like like half of an amulet for what a Captain Vasquez is her name, not the chief, pardon me. And so we, we uh, see that this is clearly taking place before Ultima Lucha Dose. This is before the arrest is being made. And <laughs> it's it's whatever. We're we're retconning things, but I don't care. What are we I mean, retconning? Like I don't know. We're, you know, retconning, like, what what happened to Castro and all this, you know? What do you mean? I don't know, man. <laughs> but, yeah. Sorry, I lost my train of thought there. No, you're good. I mean, they're, it's, it's, it's hard to follow because it's basically turned what happened at the end of the last season into nothing. It didn't yeah. matter. Never mattered. Well, it uh, didn't matter. As soon as, like, because, like, the first thing we see is Dario getting out of jail. He gets out of jail. It's like, why did you even arrest him if he didn't want to do that? She's the chief. She calls the shots. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if she didn't want to arrest him, she could have been like, no, don't arrest him yet. Exactly. So it's just, I don't know. They're making a lot of decisions that come out like farts in church. Yes, you are not wrong. But after this, we cut to our first match, or pardon me, our second match of the night. Arjenes versus Mil Moretes, and this match was absolute domination by Mil. Like, just absolute. I mean, Arjenes hits a moonsault, and he gets a one count. Yeah, they have to, They have to. unfortunately, because of the decisions they made last season, they have to build some people back up. Mm-hmm. You're That's not wrong. what we're doing here. So, here's the thing. A lot of times, I'm not a fan of Vampiro's commentary, but sometimes he has some charm to him. Like, for example... As Mil Moretes is setting up for the flatliner, we hear Vampiro imitating a flatline. <laughs> He's good sometimes. Like I don't like it makes we people probably think we hate Vampiro. It's just we're gonna call him out when he does stupid mm-hmm. shit. No, you're you're exactly right, man. You're exactly right. 
so after that match, we, after the match, of course, Van, or pardon me, Milmorthos gets the win. We see Prince Puma standing on the apron, staring a hole through Milmorthos, and Mil gets taken down by Prince Puma with a springboard splash. And even better, Prince Puma holds court in the ring after Milmorthos is pushed back by Katrina. Like she's just like, yeah, you're done. Like we're not doing this anymore. It's very much, I don't remember how this feud goes, but neither person really needs it. Yeah. No, I feel like Prince Puma may, like he just lost the main event of Ultima Lucha two years in a row. He needs, uh, he does need to be built back up, I would say. Well, here, here's this, instead of, and hear me out, instead of him fighting Mill, he gets, he goes into another program with Ray and gets his win back. And Mill gets into a feud with Matanza mm-hmm. and eventually gets his win back. Or even, I, I, I'm pretty sure Cuerno is gone this season. Oh, I'm not certain. There's a season where he doesn't show up for a while. Mm. For a very long time. But I, I just would have kept Mill, because Mill needs to be built back up. Losing to Puma wouldn't bury him, but it would just establish like this is your place. And he doesn't yeah. need that right now. We need a little bit more uncertainty. Yeah. Because sometimes if you have a guy that's been in a certain area and he just randomly beats, he maybe he gets that big win against Brock Lesnar. Sometimes it's just too unbelievable. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it, like Hangman versus, I know we talk too much AEW, but Hangman versus Daniel Bryan worked because they he's kind of thrived under pressure. Because he, a yeah. lot of people have doubted him, but he has stepped up to the main event, and he wasn't the main event for a while. He he was the jobber for the Bullet Club, practically. Yeah. So it's it's not it's what are the point I'm trying to make is it's not easy to do that, and they're taking too they're they're taking too many liberties with with some of their talents to make them you know get someone they're getting people over at the expense of people that kind of need to also be built back up. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Yeah. No, you're you're not wrong, man. Um, <laughs> sorry, I zoned out there for a second. I don't know what's going on, man. I know. Been a long day, I guess. You know, it's been a long day for both of us, of course. Dario is in his office when Joey Ryan shows up and immediately, immediately just sells out the police force. And he says, like, hey, I'm a cop. Castro is a cop. And he's like, come on. Like, you got this intel? Give me some money. He does the little, like, 
hand motion the dollar dollar bills y'all thing and he's like dude when doing this out of the goodness of my heart i've got child support come on give me this bribe yeah he plays a scumbag very well you know he's not as egregious as i thought he would be because it's just his real life character he's just kind of like blends together so well yeah yeah the less said about that the better also uh castro asked for contrition from the captain after he was basically suspended and he gets it in an order to go back to the temple but now he's he's uh, got a target on his back yeah it's not going to be a good time for him it's not going to be a good time my god we've got our main event we've got marty the moth martinez versus Killshot in a weapon of weapons of mass destruction match Marty's out here in full, just full military, like stolen valor cosplay. And as he's as Marty's walking down the steps, Killshot attacks him, and then we just get plundering, just a plundering. I mean, the whole match there is just crates everywhere that we're to supposed to believe has you know weapons and ammo and stuff, mm-hmm. little cachet cases. There's ladders, there's tables. It's a very interesting take on just a hardcore match yeah but i like it because it's not the you know the usual stuff yeah no you're not wrong you're not wrong that this was just oh my god at one point marty takes melissa hostage hostage yeah it's ridiculous and uh striker even calls it out he's like that's a hostage and that's bullshit he, he does take melissa as a hostage there's one knee strike i think he took before like they're in the bleachers or yeah. in, the, in the crowd Killshot just ran at him with a V-trigger that looked like a real flying knee. Like, Marty just... I don't know if he's great at selling or if people really just hit him because they don't like him. Yeah. But it, 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 it made me kind of wince. It was awesome. I mean, this was a very... This match succeeded because it built both... Because Marty's been a joke character for a while. He's been yeah. a fan. He takes all the... He lost the, what, uh, Sexy Star twice in the same night, I think. Uh, well... He lost to her in her second match of the evening in, like, inside a minute. Yeah, he's he's been a loser, and this match had him take so much damage to kind of build him up as a credible threat because it took a while to, for, you know, he took a lot, and he didn't get pinned. You know, he didn't get taken out. And one of the interesting things is Marty does two testicular mandible claws uh, yeah. to kill shot in the beginning. So it's good to keep that in mind before we get to the to the end. But this... Very physical, very amazing match. Like, I I wasn't really in the mood to watch when I was watching. I was in and out, but this match brought me back. And this is one of my... Killshot Legit has some of my favorite fucking matches in Lucha Underground, easily. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> at one point, Stryker refers to Marty as Charlie. It's like, come on, that's is that racist? Because, like, I mean, Marty's, like, hispanic which is not vietnamese but it's like is that racist towards the vietnamese because it's not the 70s anymore like i don't i actually had the same thought i was thinking about it i was like i think that was racist yeah but that was in vietnam wasn't it when they were yeah i I believe so yes yeah so i don't know what the c is supposed to because usually those things reference certain things so i don't know i remember a job i had two two years ago someone was calling he was using the other terms you will hear in full metal jacket to oh. reference people in yeah in overseas and we were all kind of like hey man probably shouldn't say that like he was a veteran so he didn't yeah. get in trouble i mean he's probably seen some sh- some some wild stuff but he was definitely a crazy person so uh mm. i didn't ex- i this is when i worked uh 3 a.m to 11 a.m so 
crack of dawn, I didn't really expect to, to be hearing those things as soon as I walked. <laughs> I basically I was like, "How's the work? How's the uh, how the other you know uh, things we're supposed to be monitoring? How they how's everything looking?" And I get I get you know <laughs> every bad like the worst terms you can hear from yeah. the Vietnam War. I was like, "Ooh, I don't know if you should say the G word, sir." Oh, dropping the G word at like three a.m. What what oh. is wrong, with people? Uh, he was dropping. He said the Z, the Z slur too. You have to yeah. tell me the Z slur because I'm I am blanking on that one right now. Which is good. That means you're not a racist. I'll tell you after we record because it's it's one of the really bad ones. I think I may remember it now, but but you'll yeah. tell me off the air for confirmation. We get some action on the apron, and and I'm waiting on a table bump and a Wrestling Society X style explosion. Quite frankly, <laughs> there there's a lot of tables being set up. Yeah. They, they they do they i think i don't know this match was better than because they kind of just it started from last season right yeah there really wasn't much build-up for this yeah but this was like a all nights long all night long match yeah this was really long like this was i think there was like 14 minutes left on the show when this match started and for I'm going to say this, by the way, at one point we get a sick catching cradle driver by Killshot that only gets a two count. And that led to my next note, which says nobody does deathmatch wrestling better than Lucha Underground. I would say that's they do very well with that. Yeah, mm-hmm. it'd, it'd be very hard to argue that. Um, but that dude, I really wished that it looked like he landed right on his neck that he took it because he's a big dude. Yeah. I, I, when he started doing it, I was like, can he even get this on him? Is this, yeah. is this safe? And he did. It, it's a shame it wasn't the finish, even though the finish was great. I, moves like that is, I, I like to see moves like that end the match. Yeah. No, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Okay, let's see here. Oh, man. Mariposa interferes as they're both on a ladder, and she's climbing behind Killshot. Of course, there is a table behind uh, Killshot, and as a result, also Mariposa. Mariposa gets kicked off the ladder and falls through the table for her trouble. Yes, she does. And we're getting to the point where Matt Strick even points out, because they're fighting on the top of the ladder. And there's nothing to grab. They're just fighting on top of the ladder. And it's basically yeah. like, who's going to fall down? How are they going to fall down? Yes. And Mariposa just distracted kill shot. So he's at a disadvantage. He's got to climb back up. Yeah. Well, at this point, as Matt Stryker points out, uh, kill shot pulls out a testicular mandible claw. And it's only yeah. fitting because Marty's been doing it the whole damn match. Yes. Uh, yes. He gets him with that. And uh, do you want to, I'll let you run through the rest of the, the finish. Okay. If you'd like. So, I mean, Marty's just done. Killshot rips off the dog tags. He gets his tags back. And then we get a warrior's way foot stomp from Killshot. And Killshot gets the win. He takes him all the way. Like, he just puts his feet on, on. <laughs> Marty's chest and just pushes down and falls and it's yes. probably the best double stomp I've ever seen I would agree sir I would agree that that is a hell of a main event uh this was better than last week's main event it, it, either any match on last week's episode quite frankly after that we cut to Mil Moritz and he's clearly punching a wall when Katrina shows up and scolds him and Mil Moritz says I want Puma and I don't, the only thing else I wrote down is that Katrina has the other half of the amulet. Yes, Katrina and the captain are linked. Yes, in a way captain, that I think you forget, but I remember. Captain Vasquez, I believe I remember it actually, but we'll talk about it off the air. 
Yeah, it's one of two things, I'm pretty sure. But hey, folks, if it feels like we ran through this one, I do apologize. But uh, this was a very good episode. And I'm going to give this a, a B plus, actually. That main event really, really lifted this show up. I'm going to give it a B plus, And it, it does seem like we ran through it, but there really wasn't much to say, more to say about the, yeah. the storyline that they start out with, with Quarto and, not Quarto, Castro. Yes, Castro, and, uh, Joey, yeah. Yeah, Joey Ryan and the captain. I mean, that's the captain's going to come back. They're the, the what match between uh, Dr. Wagner and Masquerita. Masquerita. Yeah. And uh, Puma having the talk. There there wasn't much. There was a lot of setup in the beginning of the show. And some of it's for a bad plot line. Mm-hmm. And it's all really this match. And yeah. it this, I would say it's only two episodes in, but this is the best match of the season so far. <laughs> I would agree. I would agree. Yeah. Great show. Great show. Hey, guys, you know what? Thank you for listening. And just remember that, like, if you grab me by the nuts and bolts, uh, you're going to be suffering great consequences.